When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're not against rap. We're not against rappers. But we are against those. Something big about to happen. I hear the beat tapping. We some fly rhyming felines rapping on the track. Better yet, grab a gat, cause we hot like. And so, doors closed, windows up, cause that's the way we like to ride. Windy City hitting. Check mic 1212. We live, baby. What's up, Chicago, and welcome back to Speak Your Mind Radio. I'm your hostess, with the mostess, Miss Hip Hop, aka Queen Star. And um, I just want to thank all my listeners for tuning in to today's show. Um, This is a very special addition to Speak Your Mind Radio. Um, We we getting down like this, all right? Um, We're going to start talking about what's going on in the community okay what's really happening to people of color and here in the states and my guest i have with me today uh he is a, <laughs> a motivational speaker that i actually came across on facebook and i'm gonna get to that um but i really want to bring him on right now um so without further ado introducing sherman lamont what's up man? hey What's up, people? What's happening, Miss Nicole? Miss Star Perry? <laughs> What's good, man? It's been a minute, right? Right. It's been a minute since we met. Um, we've been talking a lot, and it's just good to, to finally be on the show. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's a whole new vibe. I'll say that. Yes. Um. Well, here on Speak Your Mind, we are, you know, we usually start things off with an icebreaker question for all my guests. Okay. So, Sherman, um, what's your purpose? Hmm. My purpose, um, it's changed multiple times, but now that I've gotten to know myself a lot more, I know that my purpose is a gatherer. Hmm. I am a person who was blessed with the ability to bring people together. People always seem to trust me. They come to me. Uh, and now I know that my purpose is a gatherer. I, I don't know everything, but I know that uh, I love people and, and it just radiates. Me. And so when I get people that come to me, I bring those people together. And then we just get more and more people just like the same way I met you. Exactly. I love that explanation you just gave because it leads straight into what my purpose is. I When I... When I when I first came across you, it was on Facebook, and you seemed just inspirational with your videos and things. And so, I like told you, like if you if you didn't mind, like can you just kind of just talk about what your purpose is, like maybe like in a video. And you did it. I said, "What?" <laughs> I was surprised as heck. I'm like, "Oh my god, that's like so cool, whatever." And guys, this was like all the way back in January. You see where we at now? This is July. Right. So obviously, what Lamont 
told me it was true. Um, it, it, it set off a whole new thing in me and I ain't stopped since. So thank you. Right. I really appreciate you, Sharma. That's right, for real. And uh, I appreciate you because little do you know, I was trying to hide from my purpose. And, and more and more, you know, I was coming out of it. But at the moment when I met you, um, I hadn't really been making videos. Like I would make them and not share them and stuff like that. So, uh, and here in my city, like people is not as it tuned in. So when you asked me a question, I felt obligated to answer that question and make the video. And you know, I didn't write it down. I just freestyled the video because you know, I get the answers from what I need. And um, yeah, it, it was inspirational for me to have you ask me a question. And it just made me embrace my inner guru. They say when you reach a, the new dimension or the fifth dimension, you start embracing, feeling comfortable telling people information or answering questions. And uh, yeah. you brought that out of me by asking me that question. It was so great. That video led to another video and people asking for more. And I'm like, man, yes, this girl, look at this girl. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's like you've been here already, though. Like, I never man. knew that that story yeah you did that so uh and that's why when i made that video if, if your listeners go back and watch it they'll see that i gave a shout out to you because it was you who inspired me even without meeting you just you asking me that question and, and having the faith and even asking me the question was like man i was blew away so yeah there's definitely some vibes popping off of each other and that makes for great conversation. So thank you for coming again on the show. <laughs> okay. Um, talk about um, your Facebook group, Untamed Minds. And okay. like, I mean, yeah. Talk so, about it. so Untamed actually way back in like, say the 90s, I was in a rap group and we called ourselves Untamed. We was just out of control. And, okay. uh, and so that's originally where it came from. And then, so what happened was as we got older, we only did a lot of underground music. And so uh, we never was one of those mainstream go to the club as dudes. We just, you know, was on the street. So uh, what happened, I had a family member that came up and he was getting pretty good at music. And so I used that name and made Untamed Music. But this time I made Untamed mean something. And so it stands for a unified nation taking action, mentally erasing deception. So I'm going to say it one more time. A unified nation taking action, mentally erasing deception. Wow. And it was through music. Wow. So because I knew already way back then that I had to do something to make a difference, but I for, for sure didn't know what I had to do. So um, then we created a, a lot of music. Um and then I decided that it was time to fully let it off the leash, basically, because it's always stood for that. But with the music, I just felt like people wasn't going to grasp a movement way back in 2005, 2006, that was geared towards changing the minds and thoughts of the people in the community. So wow. we did it with music. Okay. And, uh, I'm yeah, sorry. so that's pretty much what it was, Untamed. And so then uh, when I reinvented it this time, I dropped the music and I just did Untamed Minds because now it is time more than ever 
for us to take back control of our minds. Wow. Yeah. Um, I would like to <laughs> repeat what untamed means. Um, so a unified nation taming taking taking action action mentally mentally erasing deception deception and the deception is we can't be together the deception that people uh you know the melanated people cannot come together and have um love for each other uh business and commerce and respect for each other and then also turn around and do work and business with the Europeans and the Mexicans and the Hispanics, you know, I mean, and the, uh, any other race, because once we love ourselves again, then we can get out here and do that. And I think kind of that's where the deception is because we kind of been messing up by not healing ourselves first and then trying to integrate. And yeah. uh, I think the healing has to take place before we integrate, but there's deception that we can't heal, that we can't come together because we're taught to believe in the system in America that we are each other's enemy, you know? So it's the mean mug when I see you or the bitch, what you looking at, yeah. you know? And that's just what's projected since I was a kid. I mean, I don't, I can't think of no other way of life that it was in the hood, but you know, when you really, really think about that deception, that came from a third party that perception of it was created through movies and tv uh the boys in the hoods and the menace to societies and the colors that stuff is what shaped our culture away from the king and queen and loving and caring and village mentality to the violence and aggression towards each other yeah and um, black women being over sexualized too that's right that's right okay so what i would like to say and um regards to that it's like what michael jackson said like i mean <laughs> it starts with the man in the mirror like literally like like yes. you said we've been systematically thinking or taught that yeah we can't fix each other you can't you until you fix yourself right. you have to play <laughs> right <laughs> i mean just based off what you said you have to pour in that excess energy into self so you can pour onto others and that's the only way it's going to reciprocate and make sense right wow yeah that's very true and i think a lot of people they don't want to face that reality that um you know it's you you are the problem your way of thinking is the problem but those are not even your thoughts those are trained thoughts but the more that i speak out and this is what's crazy so the more that i speak out I'm noticing that there's more people like me. <laughs> yeah, right, that right, has right. Broken free of the train, the thing. mental chains, exactly. <laughs> yes, yes, so true. And, yeah, so I'm like, okay, <laughs> so maybe if we just all start saying stuff, mm -hmm. we can meet each other and we can start our own nation in the nation. And, and boom, by the big boom. And when we separated from all the brainwashed thinking, come on, mm -hmm, man. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Come on, <laughs> preach, man. Preach, man. I believe that's what we are upon right now, and that's why you and I are connecting. Yes, that's why I'm connecting with all these other spiritual people. Yes, there's God. a lot of Pisces I'm connecting with, and I'm a Pisces myself. Eight. Um, 44 this year is my master Woo! number, so I kind of feel like uh, that's special. This, this is it, we gotta that's just special. move forward, but we can't go back. And you know, I appreciate the reactionary people, like 
you know, you only mad about the system shit when it happens to <laughs> get broadcasted. Those are the reactionaries. And they'll be there for a few months or, you know, and then the next thing will come up like Will and Jada and oh, won't. The, then everybody else is back to their regular programming because that's what it is. Uh, but it's still people like me and you on a day like today that we still, you know, we've had incidents, an incident happened in Detroit um, and that's going crazy right now, but we still have to stay focused on the goal and that's unifying the nation and bringing the love back to our people. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, Sherman. Um, that's, you just said a mouthful, but I don't want to miss the cue points here. So um, yes, let's get into the incident that happened mm. in Ohio to a young lady that worked at the car dealership and her boss leaving a noose-like item twisty left on her desk. Can we get, can we talk about that? Yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah. So um, it the the city that she lives in is in Omaha, Nebraska, where I'm at. Okay. Um, the incident happened in Iowa, in uh, Council Bluffs, Iowa. Sorry. It was Council Bluffs, Iowa. So it's just right across, like, we got our border. It's just like a street over, you know. And um, so Miss Vicky, she worked at the Auto Mart 150 in Council Bluffs. It's a car dealership. And uh, she became the top saleswoman. She was the only black woman there. There was another black male there, and the rest was whites. Um, it was dominated by whites. If y'all don't know, Council Bluffs, Iowa is the whitest of all the whites of white whites. Mm. So she was over there. She became the top saleswoman. They had a record in that um, in that city over there where it was 25 cars in a month that one person sold, and he had the record amongst that company. She broke it and sold 28 cars. So wow. she consistently was being peg you know oh you just you know you got all your people your brothers and sisters you know oh all God. the little racial jokes you could think of so and i kind of feel like you know she knows that that stuff was wrong and the moment it started getting uh to a point where they didn't uh, give a fuck they didn't give a fuck she had to say something and i'm glad she did and i'm glad she even brought me in so there was an incident that happened in Omaha, Nebraska during the, the, the riots that happened here. And a young man lost his life to a racial, uh, racist bar owner named Jake Gardner. He was very extremely racist and he was looking for somebody to kill. And incidentally, he shot our brother James Scurlock and killed him. Um, so that had been in the news and Nikki was at work and she, you know, they was at work when she walked in, the the people there was already talking about it. And when she walked in, she overheard them speaking on it in an ill manner. And she said, hey, let's not talk about politics or anything that happens outside of work because we're going to be on different sides of the fence, you know. And so that, that day, they ended up having to wash a lot of cars. No big deal. She's a salesman. When it's slow, they wash cars. She said after they got done, the... The boss came up and he gave her three more keys and said, here, go wash these. Mm -hmm. So she's thinking, okay, I'm going to go wash them anyway and didn't complain. However, Miss Nikki does have a doctor's signed disability that does not, um, that requires her to not be in the sun for long periods of time. Mm -hmm. And so 
even though she had that, she still went and she did the job. Mm -hmm. But when she came back in, she said, hey, you know, when you hired me, that I'm not supposed to be outside all the time like that. He said, so what, you complaining? You want to go back on welfare? Oh my God. And she was upset and she told him, you don't know me. I've never been on welfare. She walked out and the manager, so this is the general manager who said that to her, the actual store manager who works there all the time, he overheard it. Mm -hmm. So he comes outside and he tells her, hey, you know, me and my family been on welfare before. She like, listen, I'm not, I've never been on welfare. Just stop talking to me about fucking welfare. <laughs> right. 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 So later on that day, she had a, a um, a employee come in and uh, the employee, I mean, the uh, customer come in and the customer came in to buy a car. And it was a black woman and her son and Nikki sitting at the table. There's a black guy behind her that works there. And then the white manager, now the general manager had left. So the manager was there. He walks up behind Nikki and he says, hey, I got something for you. She like, what? Turn around and look. And he sets down a bread tie that he done tied into the shape of a noose and put it on her desk and he start laughing and he walks out the dealership. So now you got three black people sitting here like, what the fuck is that and what is this supposed to mean? So immediately the customer is going bazonkers. Right. And Nikki is trying to remain professional and calm her down. Well, the, the black guy that's sitting behind her that works with Nikki, he like, fuck that, that's not funny, you know, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. So, you know, long story short, she did end up... Um, filing with the Equal Opportunity Employment. They told her that the incident is a federal offense, it's a hate crime, and she needs to file a police report. So she did that. Mm -hmm. She had to file it with the Council Bluffs Police, not mm -hmm. Omaha Police. Mm -hmm. And so once she filed the report with the Council Bluffs Police, they made the call to the witnesses, which is the dealer, the uh, black guy who works there, and the black customer. Yeah. The black customer, of course, she told the exact same story of yes. what happened. The brother who was there with her that worked there told the police to him it wasn't a big deal. Mm -hmm. And of course, the dealership guy, then he turns around and he says, oh, I didn't put a noose on her desk. I made that in the shape of a ring. Oh, shit. Which it was a straight end in a circle. A ring, anybody knows, even if you ask a five-year-old to give you, you give them a bread tie and tell them to make a ring, they're going to take that little straight end and make that into a circle. And so it looks like the shape of a diamond or something. Like, we're not stupid. Mm -hmm. We know what you did. It's just he realized what he did. Um, and I actually missed the part. So when he walked out and he came back into the dealership and he seen how angry everyone was, he walked past Nikki desk and wrote, I like you which is his way of trying to cover up what he had already done. And he yeah. knew everybody there was upset. Yeah. So yeah, we actually finally got the news to pick up the story. Um, they wouldn't say the name of the dealership because Some the police is saying that the case is closed unless they get further evidence. But they took the news from her. They took her statement. They took the witness statement. Only evidence, I don't understand what Me further either. evidence do they need. Mm-hmm. So that's where we are with that right now. We just got that news yesterday. Um, that kind of pissed me off for two reasons. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why, okay? Mm -hmm. The first reason why it pissed me off is because the, the, the uh, dealership's statement, 
they, they, mm. they try to come off so professional. Like we, we here at the blah, blah, blah dealership, we value our customers and we value our employees too. And we're a part of inclusivity. I can't say it like inclusiveness, like right. to bring everybody together. But this goes down and you sit and smirk and don't say shit. You just let it go. Right. So the second thing that pisses me off about that, not only the lack of professionalism on a dealership, but the lack of professionalism on a journalist. Why the fuck would you sit here and tell this lady you're going to make a story about it, but you can't give out the dealership name? Really? Oh, really? Come on now. That's some bullshit. That's some fluff piece news shit. And it kind of makes me mad or whatever, because it's just like, there's so much there that yo check this out this is just what i'm thinking about when i thought about it if she not had said anything at that moment that was an invitation for them to say yeah we coming to your house next right you know but she took action though and left and that was good because nobody took it serious so where where was she supposed to go who was she supposed to call who's going to protect her right and that's how i looked at it when i seen it um now, only in the defense of this journalist, because John Chapman is a really good friend of mine. Uh, he's the only one who would even do the story in the city because nobody else. She's been trying to reach out to other people before I came along to help her. They wasn't even thinking about running their story. Um, wow. The only reason why he couldn't say their name now, his personal opinion of the situation, he cannot interject into his work because that's the kind of standard they hold the reporters to. So he knew who it was. Since the police said it was a closed investigation, that's why he couldn't mention their name. If it was still open, then he would have been able to say it's against them. But you, they, they consider that slander in the business if you don't, if the case is closed and it's already over, like you're bringing up old stuff. But they closed it so fast. I mean, you closed it based off of what you talk to the owner, and he says. Oh, I did that saying I like her. I mean, that's still harassment. Right. Um, And then because the other employee said that he didn't take it serious because he's in fear of losing his job. Because he sees what happened to Nikki when she, one, told HR and they refused to help her. She asked for them to connect her to HR and they refused that. And also, now get this, Mm -hmm. the girl who was sitting at the desk Mm -hmm. with Nikki when she called to finalize her paperwork with a finance manager, she told the finance manager the situation. Like, this dude set a noose on the desk. I was so pissed off. That's how mad she was. This finance manager, instead of going to HR like she should have and filed the complaint with the HR saying that this customer told me this about this person, she went back to the person who did it, which is Aaron Kephart. She went back to this person and told him what the customer told her which then in turn, Aaron called Nikki trying to question her about what did you tell the customer? What did you, you know? Yeah, she didn't tell the customer nothing. It was the customer, but see, that finance manager, she should be held accountable for violating Mm -hmm. company standards. If if somebody gives you a report on a complaint, you're not supposed to go and tell the complaint person who they're complaining about, you're supposed to file that with HR. Wow, wow, wow. I've wow, been wow, in that wow, situation. Wow, wow. I know as a manager or anything, you're supposed to file that 
complaint with HR and let that person that's complaining and the person who they complained against deal with that. Yeah. Not for you to go back and tell them. Right, 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 right. Well, yeah, I jumped the gun on that one because, yeah, I guess you're right. At least your your reporter friend did make, like, bring alert to it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's not awareness. really the gun because, listen, Nicole, you are, you are a warrior. You're one of them women that is ready to go. And I respect <laughs> you so much, man. I really do because the more time I spend in the streets, I'm telling you these women is ready, boy. Y'all I know. Ready. They love that dot life. They love the dot life, boy. I don't know why. That shit lonely. <laughs> Girl, y'all ready? <laughs> oh, very funny. Oh, you just gotta focus your energy on something else. Like seriously, yeah. just like come on, you know, be ambitious about something else. Right. Yeah, leave that nightlife alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't got lost in the conversation. I'm I'm really happy that you're here because of two reasons, um, two reasons. I feel like, um, I've been asked to, it's a, it's a lot. I want to break down. I've been asked to talk about more issues, social justice issues like this before. And I've always kind of shied away from it. Kind of like what you said, you would hide from your purpose. Right. And that is so intriguing to me, especially to hear a man say that, you know, I mean, I don't know. I just, think that both men and women can be vulnerable at times you know that's right and so I was I was hiding from I'm like no I'm just gonna stick to woo 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 so you know like what I know that's like the best bet and I'm like okay woo woo but I would go on other people you know uh, podcasts and talk like how they were talking you know and I'm like well shit I could do this too you know but I hid from it but then it started coming back up again resurfacing like why you ain't doing this? Why you ain't doing that? You know? And then when I met you, you put it like six months later, you put it into perspective. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. I, yeah, I'm low, you know what I'm saying? Up there, but, and I got issues too, but <laughs> I'm trying to work right. through them bitches. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So um, I, I like talking like this or whatever, because I really have a big, strong heart like you do a compassionate heart i love people i right. fucking love people i really fucking do me too yeah and i that's love what everybody we share in common and that's what drew us together that vibe of that heart we in completely different cities and, uh, <laughs> we was in a conscious group and i said something in there and you was like man that's real can you say something about purpose i'm like okay cool <laughs> yeah. yeah that's that connection though i feel that yeah i'm like proud to be sitting in your presence um so i wanted to talk about uh, more about awareness bringing up a, awareness um this is the second part uh, the second thing i wanted to say was there is this elite organization on instagram called the meeting of the minds mm. mm-hmm. and they're all about addressing social injustice and steps needed to reform systematic oppression you know so to speak those things Mm-hmm. And they have their first virtual town hall meeting live on Zoom on July 15th. And I think your participation will be needed. Mm. So Yeah, I, I would be more than happy to join that Zoom. Uh, just make sure you send me the link or the inv- invitation. I'll jump on there. I sure will, Sherman. Um, and to anyone out there who has a voice and they wish to use their talents for good, 
<laughs> you guys can follow the Instagram page today at meetingsoftheminds.cst. That is at meetingsoftheminds.cst. And I hope to see you guys there. Yeah. But anyway, back to you, Sherman. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh yeah, so I mean, if you want to indulge more, we can. Uh, other than that, I have a few games we can play. Okay. Yeah, no, it was just a couple other things I mean, I think that we really need to to touch on with with our people. So, and none of this stuff is written, so um excuse me if I stutter or nothing. It's just I just get the information as I give it to you, but um, Beautiful. What I want to make sure that I pass on to your listeners is this. The program that we have been under for centuries, it affects both sides. Yep. We have the side of the programming for the Europeans where they've been programmed to believe that their skin makes them better. They also have been programmed to believe since they have generational wealth, it makes them better. And without even understanding how they obtain that wealth, and I can give it to you as simple as this, it's like bringing everybody to one place and letting all them go and holding us behind the start line for 400 years. So by the time we get out there, all the land is claimed, all the businesses are started, the government is formed, the money is in circulation. That does not make you better because you had that much of a head start to claim and procreate and do everything else in this country. That part of the system is what gets them fucked up. And that part of the system is why when they have struggles and can't handle their depression and things happen, they take a lot of lives, they take their own lives, they take their family lives, they go to schools and shoot a lot of people. They cannot handle that depression. That's part of the system that kind of fucked them up. And that same behavior, you know, you see that with kids that's raised privilege and kids that's not. You you have the go-getter attitude and I can handle being broken, falling off and coming back. And then the people who just can't handle it. So that part of the program is why they are in the situation they're in. Now, before there used to be more people stuck in that program that was white. What we're seeing is a shift of their culture coming to us because now their grandpa's stories can't be validated because you can interact with black people online now. You can go out and mingle with them and meet up with them secretly. And your grandparents' stories don't add up to what you're realizing in person. So those new younger people that actually get out and don't listen to the stories of their uh, elders they have turned away from that racist white stuff. And for that, I applaud them, but I'm not about to jump for joy because it should have been over. Um, and for the black people, the programming for us on that side that I want to tell us about because we have to hear it, even though we don't want to. Um, and, 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 and I love all my people, so don't get it twisted. But I have to let y'all know that the side of the programming for us that's hurting us the most is believing in the fake culture that we have been brainwashed to believe that is ours and it's really not ours. Damn. We are that of royalty. We are that of love. 
We are that of knowledge and we are also that of spiritual connection. Yes. We have lost our spiritual connection because once you have a spiritual connection, then you have a spiritual guidance. And with that guidance, you'll move so swiftly and so spiritually and connect with so many people that you would leave the hate from your heart. It would not be there. We always have been the loving and caring and spiritually knowledgeable people that built pyramids and monuments that still exist to this day for us to see our greatness. And that's what we have to get back to and leave the culture that we've been programmed to believe that's ours. And just to name a few, you know, coming down on niggas for the summer with big rims and shooting at niggas and fuck that bitch and twerk that ass. And all that shit is not us. That's a created culture that was made to one, make us look foolish, spend our time on foolish shit, and keep us unfocused on our spiritual selves. And I just want people to understand that if we don't get back to who we are naturally, who the people that we naturally are, we are going to, one, in our existence, these people are pushing us into a race war. We are not ready for that because the first thing niggas is going to do is go out and kill little Pookie down that he's been wanting to kill since last year and, and then start trying to fight the whites. And this is the shit we don't need. We don't need a cultural battle anyway, but we definitely don't need it to happen right now. It might come to that. And that's the honest to God truth that it might come to a race war because this this is uh, a sign of control by the system showing that they can push us against each other and keep creating forms of division like religion, mass versus no mass you know, black and white, rich versus poor. These all have existed for years. The mass versus no mass is new, which is really a good one for me because I, I just was 100% sure they couldn't think of no other way to separate us, but then they did. So um, now if we don't face the reality that the fake culture is our culture, right? Because it's getting so bad, people are shooting people on camera. They're shooting kids. They're shooting babies. They don't give a fuck. They're shooting your house. They shoot you 10 times in your head, even after the first one is your dad. Yeah. And it's getting so bad that that is only going to end with our demise, man. We're not ready for that. We have to snap out of, snap out of it. But here's the thing. Like I told you the other day when we talked before this, there has been the birth of our army, and they're here, and they exist. And that's the new age, and that's the millennials. They are the fighters. People talk shit about them. They might talk about their weird-ass ways and shit. You know why? <laughs> because these people are different. Mm-hmm. They're not the, let's pray about it and leave it in God's hands. Kumbaya, people. niggas. Yeah. No, when you <laughs> fuck with a millennial, you got to pay for that shit. And these motherfuckers will go. And that's why I love them. Yeah, me too. Them. And, me too. And I'm telling you, man, that is our army. And I'm so happy to hear Without them, I would be lost. Because these niggas that want to go to church and pray every time something happened, or hands up, Mm -hmm. don't shoot, and all that shit, Mm -hmm. fuck all that. Mm -hmm. We have to get real with each other and break down all that old ideology. But what's crazy is, see, the kids, they got the police against them. They got the white people that hate uh, youngs to get young black and white people together. They got them against them. And then they got the old heads against them who don't believe that they should even coexist or that they are smart <laughs> enough to do anything. 
because mm-hmm. they don't go by the old ways. Ah, you you trying to do it this way back in my day? <laughs> shut the fuck up. Right. they been over. <laughs> right. <laughs> Would you have known Nick having ass? Would you want to have an opinion though? <laughs> right. Back in your day, you wore sandals. Shut up. Yeah, <laughs> we're doing some other stuff, man. So it's a new age. It's a new generation. And I'm happy to see them here. And uh, I just want them, if they see this or hear this, I mean, to reach out to me. We, I want to put it together nationwide. I want you to have your section in Chicago. I want us to come together. That, the meeting of the minds, all that. We need to come together. Yeah, so you definitely right about, I'm sorry, Charmin. Oh, no, that was it, I said. Oh. I was just saying, like, you're right about getting back to the roots, our roots of things, like our spiritual side, G, because that's where we divide from, you feel me? We are stardust from the galaxies, you know what I'm saying? And you're right, when you do connect with your inner child, you, you, like, you forget about the hate. Like, G, what is hate? I don't know. That's right. No, G. I think it's love too. <laughs> That's right. You have your natural right now, high. You're right, because it's love and truth mm-hmm. is what's going to change it. Mm-hmm. And the millennials, they live by the truth, and you know they love each other. Shit, they, mm-hmm. they fucking anything that moves. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Lord. No, no, no. Yes, but yeah, but I, I still respect that. Do what y'all do, <laughs> but let's just soldier up when it's time for this shit, because uh, the battle that we are enduring and that we're going through, it's been happening for years. It's just... It seemed like it's just being more and more put in our face, and that's that good versus evil battle, and um, it's it's a spiritual battle. And some people is just being absorbed by the bad spirit and the good spirit of people. Not only are we feeling it, the shift in our heart, in our consciousness, mm-hmm. but we're being magnetically drawn to each Together. other. Together, well, it's yes. time to unify. <laughs> It's time to stand yeah. up. We heard the trumpets. So, you know, whatever you, whatever religion you are or not religious, I right. don't give a fuck. Uh, right. Just apply it as necessary. If it resonates, it resonate, nigga. <laughs> yes. Brother Malcolm said, he said, leave your religion in the closet and we'll be stuck all day trying to talk about religion. Just leave it at home. Shit. Right. Leave your God at home. Leave it between you and your God. For real. For real, for real. That shit is wild, though. Um. Anyway, okay. Uh, let's play some games. Okay. All right. These is just like um movie quotes, the famous movie quotes from black movies. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's funny. Um, King Kong ain't got shit on me. <laughs> that's definitely training day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Um. Oh, let me think. Uh, okay. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Epic. Yes. Oh, let's see if you get this one in. Um, Marcus, darling. Uh, what is that? Um, I know the movie with Eddie Murphy. He did everything. <laughs> that nigga fell in love with the What's her name? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I just can't remember the name of the movie. That, you know the movie. It's Boomerang. Boomerang. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny that you bring that that movie, uh, that girl in there, the really cute girl, he looked at her feet and they was jacked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my dad, you know, he was talking about her and he was like, you know, I used to always think she was cute till they showed her feet in that movie. I said, <laughs> Dad, that was not really her feet, man. <laughs> oh, I'm 
don't he, think it was either. No, nah, he killed his whole dream about her, though. He didn't want to think about her. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. That yeah, dude, yeah. Yeah, thank you so much again, Sherman, yeah. for coming on and hell let let me be real thank you so much again for being the piece to my puzzle that made me stay awake instead of being awake at one moment and then hitting the snooze button and going back to sleep right right never doing that again that's right we never doing that Mm -mm. never turning the blind eye breaking Mm -mm. the Mm -mm. like what was that i saw that (laughs) (laughs) shit okay yes (laughs) All right, Dale. I'll see you next time, man. All right. You take it easy. It's all love. Peace. All right. On my life, I don't have no real enemies, but I know everybody is not a friend to me. I show my people love, that's why I always get it back. And I stand up for my family, one phone call I will attack. And real recognize real, so I don't see you haters. And I'm not talking about my brothers, I'm talking about these snakes. They smiling in our face, but turning us against ourselves. Killing all the black kings to keep the queens from getting out. We 40 cal, self-trained, so we don't need the army busting down my door. I wish this martial law bitches try me. We some psychopaths, raised in the projects, and I ain't met a motherfucker yet who can dodge a tech. Hey, cause it's the year of the black power. We going all in, man, this shit is ours. Hey, we moving forward, ain't no turning back. The eyes of this is born in America, being black. Hey, cause this the year of the black power. We going all in, man, this shit is ours. Hey, we moving forward, ain't no turning back. The eyes of this is born in America, being black. They call us militant and racist cause we still resist. The brainwashing and genocide by this government. My people waking up and now at least we more conscious. With plans of unity, but still we must proceed with caution. And breaking the cycle of thinking like slaves. Gather up knowledge and unchain your brain to change the situation. Death is what our race is facing. We in a nation where they shoot us first, ask questions later. Black lives mean nothing in their eyes, we just a perpetrator. And marching and holding rallies, that shit not doing nothing. We tried in Martin's way and still our fucking people. It's time to educate and elevate from all the hate. Our future generations is at stake. We don't have time to waste. Uh, Cause this the year of the black power. We going all in, man. This shit is ours. Hey, we moving forward. Ain't no turning back. The eyes of kids was born in America being black. Hey, cause this the